I'm sure you've heard how much toxic people can negatively affect our life and that we should try to avoid them as much as possible. But maybe you're not exactly sure what is meant by the term toxic behavior, or maybe you don't know exactly what to do with the toxic people that are in your own life. Today, we're talking all about it. Welcome back. My name's Nina and I'm a life coach that specializes in personal development. Here at this channel, we talk about everything having to do with our emotional well-being, understanding our own psychology and leading our best life possible. So if you aren't already a subscriber, please take a moment and become one. We definitely want you to stay connected. We can define a toxic person as someone who is emotionally, physically, or psychologically abusive, and they have an unhealthy influence in your life. They might be unsupportive or draining, but they definitely bring you down much more than they lift you up. Now, some of these people are completely unaware of their negative influence and others really get something out of the experience. They love to push other people's buttons or they like to create chaos, but they're definitely aware of their influence. But either way, they end up taking up an excessive amount of time and energy in our life and they cause a lot of extra stress, complexity, and drama. It is unfortunate that we cannot choose all of the relationships that we have. We can certainly choose some of our relationships, but some of our relationships are with family members or with colleagues or coworkers that happen to be toxic. They can leave us feeling drained and can really add a lot of pain to our life. Now, of course, it can complicate the issue when it is a loved one or a family member or someone that we very much respect or have to work with, but it doesn't mean the situation can or should be ignored. We always need to address the problem when it's having to do with toxic people. The fact of the matter is that toxic relationships can have a strong negative impact on our mental health. It can certainly put a dent in our self-confidence and our self-worth, and it can cause us to feel helpless and hopeless in our life. It's important to remember, however, that it's not the actual person really that is toxic. It is really just their behavior or the situation or the relationship itself. So how can we really discern whether or not someone or their behavior is toxic? Let's go ahead and look at 12 common signs. The first one is that you dread being around them. And I can immediately think of a person in my own life where this was certainly the case. Now, I would always feel irritated and agitated when I knew I would have to see this person. It would start at the beginning of the day, even if I didn't have to see her at the end of the day. I was literally dreading seeing her because I knew how much I was affected by her negative energy. As soon as she walked into the room, it was always like she had a cloud of stress and sadness with her all the time and she just really drained the energy out of everyone including myself so if you know that you always dread being around someone that is definitely a huge sign that they are toxic in your life 
The second one is that they don't respect you when you say no. Now this one is very self-explanatory, but anytime you feel that someone is really always consistently trying to influence your decisions and not respecting your own decisions, that's definitely a sign of toxic behavior. Number three is that you feel angry, sad, or exhausted when you're with the person or afterwards. So even if you didn't initially dread seeing them while the experience is happening or after they have left, you just have a bunch of negative feelings and this is something that consistently happens, that's also another good sign to look for. Number four is if you are emotionally affected by someone else's drama. Now, there are people that are filled with drama that really don't affect us in a negative way. It could be something that we find endearing or charming or something that we could actually ignore. But other times, this drama really starts to leak all over the place and into our own life and it starts to affect our own psyche. So if someone else's drama is affecting you emotionally, another great sign. Number five is that you feel that you always have to walk on eggshells with this person. So you are watching what you are saying and what you are doing because you are afraid of their reaction. If you have to do this to an excessive degree, that is a great sign that this relationship is toxic. Number six is that you constantly feel that you need to fix them or rescue them. You are always in need of helping them. So this can be something where they are constantly approaching you for this help or assistance, or that you feel yourself the need to do this without them asking. So either way, that is a sign of a toxic relationship if this is something that is happening over and over and over again. Number seven is that you feel that you have to ignore your own values. So maybe you have a different set of values or morals from this other person. And you know, that can work in a relationship, but when you feel that you have to actually ignore your own values or morals, that's when it becomes problematic. But you definitely feel that you're not really being true to yourself and how you think that your life should be led. Number eight is that you feel that you are being controlled or coerced or that you feel you're actually being controlling yourself. It's very important in our relationships that there is a sense of balance. So if one person is always seeming to control the other person, that is definitely a toxic relationship. Number nine is that they do not respect your boundaries. So in any kind of relationship, once you have made your final decision about something, or you know, once you've made it clear that you have feelings of a certain way, your foot has been put down, and that is something that other people need to respect. If you are feeling that consistently the people around you are not respecting your decisions and your boundaries, that is another great sign that this relationship is toxic. Number 10 is if they put you down, belittle you, insult you, or make you feel bad about yourself in any way. So this could be very directly, or this could be in a kind of sneaky way, like in a backhanded compliment. But either way, they make you feel bad about yourself. Number 11 is that they are easily jealous of you. Now we are human beings and envy and jealousy are natural to a point, but if it is excessive and you find that the people in your life are easily jealous of your life, your accomplishments, or anything else about you, you know that this is problematic. 
We definitely want people in our life that are supportive of us and that celebrate the good things that happen to us. So if that is not happening, that is definitely another sign. And number 12, and this is the one that I am personally the most sensitive to, and that is if they try to make you feel guilty all the time. Now, I'm not talking about guilt that is self-initiated. I'm talking about when you notice that someone is intentionally trying to make you feel guilty, especially about things that really aren't your problem or under your own control. Everybody needs to learn to take responsibility for their own thoughts, behavior, and actions. And if they are trying to put that on you, that is definitely a sign that the relationship is toxic. So if you heard this list and immediately a bunch of people or at least one person came to mind where this is definitely the case, what can you do about it? Well, the first thing that we can do is to try communication. Now, that is often easier said than done, so we have to look at each individual circumstance. Now, direct confrontation is not always possible, especially if it is in a work situation. But if it is possible, that's definitely the first way we want to attack it, even when it feels uncomfortable for us to do so. A lot of times this gets avoided completely because we, we don't want to suffer through that conversation. But it's so important and it's going to change the relationship so much for the better, most cases, when we do this. I find the best way to handle this is by using statements that start with I as opposed to being accusatory. So for example, you could say, I feel badly when you treat me this way because blah, blah, blah. I'm telling you this because I maybe respect the relationship or I love you or I want to be able to work together with you in a better capacity. Then you can tell them what you expect them to do. So. I would appreciate if you were more honest with me, or I would appreciate if you didn't use this type of language, but you want to tell them what your expectations of them are. So that is the first place you can start. Now, doesn't always work, but that is the most assertive thing that you can do, especially if you do it in a way that is coming from a place of love and understanding, and again, not an aggressive place. But if you're able to have this type of conversation, oftentimes that is the easiest way to fix the situation. And usually this doesn't happen only because we want to avoid the discomfort of having the conversation. This is actually a very, very effective method. Now, there are some cases, like I said, that this is not appropriate, that we're not able to have this conversation and in other situations especially if the other person is embarrassed or emotionally immature it can actually cause a very strong reaction which is very negative as well so you have to think about the overall situation kind of assess it and see if this is a possibility for you and the best way to go the second thing we have to do is to remember to focus on ourself and our needs and put ourselves first. So a lot of times toxic relationships continue on because we are putting the needs of the other person in front of our own. So we have to understand that in our life we need to put our own needs first in order to function as a person. It is impossible to live your life with the needs of other people being the priority. So we have to just kind of 
shift this mindset into understanding that our own needs and our own opinions really do have to come first. It's really essential that we learn to take care of ourselves in this way because it's really our job to do it. We cannot expect someone else to be taking care of our needs. We can expect them to respect us and to have balance in the relationship, but ultimately it is our job to take care of our own self. So it's so important that we actually do that. The third thing that is very important to do is to set and maintain boundaries. So that is going to require us ahead of time to determine what those boundaries actually are. How far are we going to let a situation or a conversation um, go before we really start to address it and before we really put our foot down. So what is the boundary? Is the boundary that, you know, they can have spirited conversation, but when it starts to get insulting, we tell them, you know, whatever it is, you have to know ahead of time what you will and will not tolerate. So once you have that established, you have, you know, a plan and action of what you're going to do if that boundary is actually crossed. The fourth thing, and I think the most important thing in this situation is to find ways to really protect ourselves. So we know that a lot of these relationships are not of our own choosing and that we will likely have to deal with these people whether or not we want to. So that being said, we have to have some defense mechanisms in place so that we can really limit the amount of pain and suffering that comes out of these toxic relationships. So for example, it could be that you are going to create either mental or physical distance from this person, or you are going to have a list of excuses ready so that you don't have to spend time with them after work, or you don't have to work with them directly on a project, or it could be something more direct. It could be you going to your supervisor and explaining the situation. But you really want to brainstorm realistic solutions. And I know this becomes a little bit more difficult again when it is family members or loved ones, but it's so important that you do so. It's very important that you try to be honest when necessary, but if that is not actually possible, coming up with these, again, different defense mechanisms is often very helpful and necessary. And the fifth thing is to actually end the relationship or to at least avoid contact. Now, of course, this is the last course of action if none of the other solutions worked for you, unless it's something that you, you know, clearly know this is a person that shouldn't be in my life and this is someone that is actually easy to remove from my life. That is, you know, a situation where you can just go ahead and do this. I know it becomes a lot more difficult when it's family members or loved ones and a lot more consideration does have to go, of course, into making that decision. But if ultimately the pain and suffering that you are feeling because of this relationship is too much, then this really needs to be a consideration. This is something to consider only after we have really exhausted all other possibilities and the negative effects in your life are just too much to bear. But you always have to remember that you need to put yourself first and you have to decide whether or not each relationship is worth the time and energy in your life that you are actually giving it. So a lot of times we have these relationships and we just think about them too much. So a lot of times just 
stopping to think about that person so often really does eliminate the problem. So it just depends, you know, on each situation. You want to think of each on a case by case basis and see which solution is most workable for each situation. Toxic relationships are simply something that cannot be ignored and they should definitely be taken seriously. The effects on our mental health can just be so negative and draining. And finally, getting the courage to address and be assertive in these relationships is absolutely life changing. So I encourage you to evaluate the relationships in your life that you know somewhere in your heart are not what they need to be. So if you know that they are problematic in some way, you want to really consider the fact that they could be toxic. So you want to really go through this list and see if any of these things ring true for you. And then if they do, you want to think about what is the best solution for each scenario. So I truly hope this video was helpful to you. And if it was, please like it and share it with someone else who may need to hear this message today. Also, again, if you aren't already a subscriber, please take a moment and become one. We definitely want you to stay connected. And I thank you so much for spending time with me today. Have an absolutely amazing day.